The Out of Bounds Show. Powered by Superior Foundation. Superior Foundation will take care of your family. Well, with the way baseball has played, college baseball has played out, uh, we are turning the page even more than we normally do to uh, cover college football in the SEC. Now, you know the show is driven by SEC football, and we can hit some of the bigger brands outside the SEC and keep your attention, right? Southern Cal, if they're relevant, which that's where they're going, Lincoln Raleigh, Ohio State. Um, Harbaugh, even though Michigan's really not that interesting at the end of the day, uh, Harbaugh is polarizing, and you can dip into that. And then we have Texas and Oklahoma joining the party, and it may be in 2023 in the SEC. And that's going to be a rude awakening for both Oklahoma and Texas if you look at how many top 10 and top 20 recruiters um, they face every year, which is who? Themselves, compared to how many they will um, once they join the SEC, right? Physicality index, compound it, will, uh, will be a rude awakening for both the Longhorns and the Sooners. So we bring in Tom Luganville like we do most every Monday on the Corona Premier Guest Line, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. And uh, Lugs, before I, I get into, I've got some things that I want to hit as far as, you know, what could happen next this season in the world of college football. Um as somebody who has is a studio host and analyst, sideline, color analyst in the booth, is there a guy in your profession, color analyst, that you look at and you go, man, I really like his work, and I like when I get a chance hearing him call a game? Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of guys. I, I think that um... – you know, it's funny you put me on the spot. You think about that. I, I think Joel Klatt is really good in the booth. Um, I think he, he dials it in, is able to explain some, you know, what could be concept, con- uh, you know, excuse me, what could end up being, you know, some concepts that are maybe difficult for just the, the layman's football fan and simplifying it, dumbing it down and, and getting it to where you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I can see that. I think I think he's done a really good job. I've always thought that uh, my colleague Jesse Palmer has been really really good. Thought I think he's better in studio than yes. uh, on games. Um, I like again, Palmer real, in studio. I agree. Yeah, yeah, really smart and and, and really sharp. Um, you know, another guy too that and again I think studio is where he is and where he should be. I think Joey Galloway is really good. I think Joey really good at getting his points across, being concise, being sharp and, and, and having a clear understanding of the delivery and how and how people will receive the message, you know, that's coming out of his mouth. You know, there's so many it, it's interesting too, because there's so many different um guys. Like I, I think, you know what? I, I think that um Jordan Rogers is underrated. You know, he's on our SEC prime package with Cole Kubelik and and Tom Hart and um he's kind of understated and just kind of gives you the sense of, of, of what it is and is very, very consistent in his delivery across the board. So, I mean, I could go on and on throughout, you know, throughout All the right. variety of different networks and stuff, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good people out there and I'm a, I'm more of a, it's what you say, not how loud you say it type of guy. You know, I'm, I'm more of a, all right, I, 
I think our job as broadcasters, whatever the sport you are broadcasting, our job is to make the viewer or the listener smarter. That doesn't mean you have to be a know-it-all. doesn't mean that you have to have all of the answers. Sure. But if there's something, for example, that I'm describing, I think it's real, like I can't just go on air and say, oh, they're in cover two. All right. I can't just assume that everybody knows that. Okay. So what I would then do is I would say, okay, it looks like they're in cover two, which is going to put two safeties deep, one just outside of each half. So now you get a visual to go along with the language. You know, I think all of those things are really, really important. I think it's important if you've got a guy making a tackle that not only do you mention his name, you actually mention his number because if they're showing a replay and you hear the number, now you kind of know where to put your eyes, right? So I think there are some little nuances and things in, in broadcasting that, that can help the viewer if you're detailed about it. Tom Lugan, Bill, on the Out of Bounds show. Um, were you I know he's got issues, but I want to focus on I thought he was really good on TV. And I don't know how much you got to watch because you're a traveling man in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not – most ex-coaches just aren't worth a damn on TV. Urban Meyer surprised mm-hmm. me, Luke. He was really good. And I'm not surprised Fox is bringing him back into the mix. And you could say whatever you want about, you know, some of the things that have played out uh, in his career. Obviously, he's, he's on the field. He's a phenomenal football coach. But two – he was good on that game day show. Your thoughts? Well, it's interesting that you asked me about him specifically because I actually, when he first came to ESPN, I had done two film room shows with him and had done a couple of studio shows, and then we did signing day one year together. So I'm sitting there with him for 10, 11 hours just sitting next to him. Um, and at that time, it was different because I think he still had coaching on the mind, right? He was... He had, he had just left Florida. Uh, you know, the, the Ohio State thing hadn't happened yet. We were just coming off of the Joe Paterno thing at Penn State. And, and, and so he's kind of in a sit-and-wait mode. And then he actually went to work one season with my broadcast partner, Dave Patch, in the booth. And that, that was I don't think that was his thing. I think where he got a lot better was when he decided that he was really going to do it, right? That it wasn't just a – a stopgap thing yes. it wasn't just something to have to do. Um, and so do I think he was very good at it initially? No. Do I think he's a lot better at it now and what we saw with him with Fox uh, during his time there? Yeah, because, again, when he speaks with his background, you can like him or dislike him. I don't, I don't care, but I don't think you can dispute that he knows football no or not, doubt. right? So when, when he's going to give an example of something, he's going to give a description of something, you're going to listen because the guy's won a lot of football games and he's known how to build a college roster and, and, and how to play for championships. And so his word means something. And that gives value to Fox. It gives value to that set. Um, like, I'll, I'll tell you right now who I think is exceptional on television, and that's Nick Saban. Yes. He's good on television right now. When you hear him talk, you hear him talk ball. You hear him get philosophical on different topics and things of that nature. He will slide right into TV in a New York second because I think he's really talented on air. I agree with you. Um, he's got a press. I think it may surprise some people, but you are right. He's good um, in interviews right now or what little, um, you know, I guess color analysis he's done at certain times when they get knocked off, uh, which is not often. Uh 
but I'll say I think he's going to coach so long that there won't be a lot of runway for him, uh, just the way it is, um, on, right. on TV. You know, another guy that I think, and look, again, Urban's got issues, but what I love is he's not scared to ruffle. Fa- Tell me something. Give me some meat, you know, on the bone. Have an opinion. Uh, and not everybody will do that, but after you've won three natties and uh, and made a lot of money, you don't really have to worry about being the most popular guy at the coaches convention or whatever in the hell's going on, Luke's. But but yeah, Sean, I mean, and you get it, right? I mean, yeah. it's a fraternity, and you don't want to go on the air and just like I'm very cautious of that. I, I've been in that profession. I mean, I'm not going to go on. I mean, I look at it from a different perspective. I mean, if you've lived in that profession and you've done that before, you realize how how for the most part, as much as fans love the game and as much as their passion fuels the game, a fan, if you brought them in a football operations building and and gave them open access for a week, they would be stunned at how little they know what's going on, right? And it's not their fault. You just, you're not privy to those types of things. Sure. And so, you know, when you, so I'm very cautious to go on, anywhere on a radio platform, a television platform, and just start blasting coaches because there's a lot that goes into the equation. Some of it they control. Um, some of it is their fault. A lot of it's not. I mean, there's a huge responsibility that comes along with that, in my opinion. Sure. Sean Payton's going to be good. Uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean is going to bring an opinion. He's not scared. He's not there to just, you know, run somebody down, but – if someone's not playing well or they're not well coached on a Sunday, I don't think he's, with his opinion, you've known him since you were a kid, uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to hesitate to tell it like it is, Luke. No, I, I, I don't either. And, you know, he's far enough and along in his career. He's going to get a job, you know, if he wants a job at, a, at another time. You know, the, the, the up-and-coming NFL coaching crew is so young now, probably the youngest crop we've seen and maybe in the history of the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, even as early as 20 years ago, guys that were 30 years old weren't, weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs, right? Guys that were 35 years old weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs. So now that's the way it is. So for him, what, you know, he's not trying to impress the young bucks. He's, he's got 35 years on him.